I tell people not, you know, as a bragging right, but like I dropped out of high school, so I never finished. And yet I'm running a business and it's not because I'm smart, right? It's because I'm always connecting with people that I need help. When the pandemic first hit, everybody was like, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. We'll see what the market does. Yeah, but what if the market changes? Well, I know people that do literally everything in the market. I know people that do multifamily, lots, owner finance, wraps, you know, short sales, whatever. I know the people. So whatever the strategy is, I'll go partner with them, do a few deals, learn it, and then add it to my business. So I'm gonna be sharing exactly what it is that we do with our marketing that's generating three to five deals a month. We're averaging about 30 to 35 grand per deal. Um, and it's been, all in all, it costs us, with employees, with everything, it costs us about six grand a month to run this marketing campaign. So it's uh, pretty profitable, but it is a lot of work. So I'm gonna share with you all the tracking, everything that we do. So first thing, I wanted to cover three types of investors that, uh, that I see in this business. The first one is the voyeurist. This is the person that attends meetups, uh, RIAs, events, buys courses, buys books, does everything, never takes action. Their whole success is based on seeing other people succeed. You know, that's pretty much their whole, and I know people like that, even a part of Stepstone. I've been a part of Stepstone since they were, they had like 14 agents, so, I've seen their growth and I've seen agents since the beginning that still haven't done anything in real estate. You know, um, you have that type, you have the half-assed investor. <laughs> so this is the person that dabbles in everything and doesn't do anything. You know, they, they do a little bit here, a little bit there, a little marketing here, a little marketing there, I'll do a wholesale, maybe I'll try a flip, maybe I'll pick up, you know, it's a little bit of everything and they do nothing. They're just, they're always wondering why they're struggling. And it's like, you're struggling because you're half-assing the whole thing. You gotta pick something, you gotta commit to it. And that's the third type, it's the all-in investor. The all-in investor is 100% committed. They're 100% committed, they're willing to do anything that is required of them to get it done. That's how I started. So I started literally with no money. But I didn't have any ego about doing real estate where whatever needed to be done, I will get it done. I needed to go door knocking, I needed to go, you know, speak to people like it was uncomfortable, it was awkward, I still did it. I didn't, you know, it was those things that's like, you can't have any, I always find it funny when I tell people to do cold calling, they're like, oh, but I don't like cold calling. I'm like, okay, do it anyway. <laughs> like, it's not about what you like to do. You know, if you need to succeed, if you're struggling, I don't understand where this whole that you have an option comes in from. You know, I don't, I don't get that. To me, you have an option when you have options. When you don't have options, you gotta be willing to commit and go all in on something. Even though it sucks, there's a lot of things I'm gonna cover. They suck and I was doing them and I was still doing them and it's like, it still generates income. So people sometimes, depending if you're, if you're buying flips, rentals, stuff like that, they say, you know, I'll just buy from wholesalers, I'll buy off of agents, I'll, I'll do this, I'll do that. Like, no, because you're always going to be, you know, a, pretty much you're always gonna be vulnerable to the market 
based on if your leads don't come from you, right? So that happened to us. We started off as wholesalers. We transitioned into flipping. We didn't like to do wholesaling. We, we, didn't, we didn't like the whole space of it and all that. So we wanted to, we transitioned into flipping, acquiring rentals, new construction. We've been doing all of that. When the pandemic happened, all of a sudden, we were, before we were getting our leads from wholesalers, agents, our network, people like you guys partnering with us, that's where we were getting all of our deals. We didn't need to do any marketing. The pandemic happened, all of the wholesalers and people, they were finding buyers that were paying much more than we were paying. We were getting outbid by 30, 40 grand on properties. When our profit on, that, on those properties was like 20 grand. So I don't know what the hell they were planning on doing, but they were whooping our ass when it came to, you know, getting deals. So we, at the end, towards the end of 2020, like we had a rough year. We weren't getting deals. Like we weren't getting anything. We had nothing in the pipeline. So I had to go back to our roots of wholesaling. And it's like, all right, let's start marketing. Let's start doing all that. And that's where this whole system came in. And we buy probably 80 to 90% of the deals we generate, of the leads we generate. We are our own buyers, right? But that's the value of doing your own marketing. You can cherry pick. We're buying, we're getting so much more margin now on these deals because we're negotiating with the seller. We're not paying a wholesaler 15, 20, 25 grand for a deal. Like that 15, 25 grand is already built in. And if it's not, sometimes it makes me more competitive because now I don't have to get it 25 grand less so I can wholesale it. I can pay 20 grand more to the seller, outbid my competition because I'm the end buyer. You understand? So I'm the real buyer, so I don't have to put a wholesale fee or anything like that. You get ready for the market shifts. When you're doing the marketing, when you're doing so much marketing and everything, you start seeing changes in the market. And one of the changes that we've noticed through doing all this marketing is the whole premise before of, you know, Joe Schmo buys houses, that's gone out the window. Now people want to know they're dealing with a business. They want to know they're dealing with a company. If you can get pay that 80 bucks or whatever it is to get the Better Business Bureau credit uh, accreditation, do it. Because having that BBB logo on your website, on your marketing pieces, on everything, that creates more credibility. You are a business, that's what people want. They wanna know you are a business. So now when we reach out to people, we're actually reaching out as a business. We're not reaching out as like, hey, this is John, you know, I was just driving the neighborhood. Like, that just doesn't work anymore. You know, at least for the San Antonio market. I have spoken to, we're part of a big mastermind that's nationwide. They've seen the same thing in other states, other cities. So that's why I see, you kind of, when you look at data that we were talking about earlier, you see these iBuyers, right? Zillow, well, they went out, but uh, Open Door, all of these people. Why are they having so much success? Because people want to deal with a business. They feel they can trust the business even though they're screwing them over. You know, it's, <laughs> it doesn't say you're gonna do proper ethic, you know, ethical things, but people are trusting you more because of that. So that's, the, that's a shift that we've seen in the market. We've been able to make that adjustment and our deals keep going. Where I've had people reach out to me and saying, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on. I've been doing what you're saying and you know, my, my leads went down. I'm like, cause you haven't been doing what I said. You're not listening to your marketing. You know, you're not listening to what they're asking you, what they're telling you. So we've been able to shift, another shift that we made that's, uh, I'll, I'll show you how the metric changed. Um, 
But I have my acquisitions manager reach out and say, hey, I'm an agent here in San Antonio and I have a buyer that's interested in your home. Are you considering getting an offer? You saying that you're an agent, it's another level of credibility. They want to deal with licensed agents. They feel they can trust a licensed agent. I've dealt with a lot of stupid agents. That's not true, right? But to them, you're a licensed agent. You should be, you know, trustworthy. That matters. You know, these are all things that you're learning as you're doing marketing. And you keep the best and wholesale the rest, right? That, that's, that's my favorite. I heard that line a while ago, and I just love it because that's exactly what we do. We, and it's not that we wholesale crap. It's we wholesale the things that we don't like. So our buying criteria has shifted tremendously. We don't take on massive flips anymore. Before, we've, we've done flips that we've spent $180,000 just on the rehab. You know, so we've done big projects. The problem is as the market has shifted and everything, sourcing labor, sourcing materials for massive projects has become a huge pain in the butt. So we wanted to shift our business to be a little bit faster and everything. So we stick to rehabs that are 20 to 30 grand. Um, anything over that, we wholesale. Anything that's more of an owner finance deal, we wholesale because I don't care for owner finance. Um, at least not right now. With the appreciation we're getting, like, why the hell do I want to lock in the price? 